The following program, the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's David Wickert and Tim Holtman. Good morning and welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. My name is David Wickert, Senior Loan Consultant, Chief Client Experience Officer, lots of titles. Joined once again by brother-in-law and fellow Senior Loan Consultant, Tim Holdman. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, David. Glad to be back for week two of the Young Guns Acunet <laughs> Mortgage Show. Uh, if you've got a... Um, question or a comment you can reach us on the old national bank talk and text line that number 855-616-1620 old national bank get old you can also grab a podcast of today's show wherever you normally get your podcasts all right tim so here's our agenda here this morning uh at least we're gonna uh, tackle a condo story always a, a good morning where we can talk about condo finance. A, a buyer beware <laughs> condo story yep uh, you've got a designer mortgage story, yes. Yes. which is something a theme we started last week. And then I want to keep pounding on, because I have another real-life example of a two-week closing. 14 calendar days, 10 business days. I love it. Yeah, you bet. And why that is not as stressful as it might sound. It doesn't have to be. Definitely does not have to be. Okay, but I wanted to begin with, because Dad started... He ran a new radio ad this past week uh, highlighting St. Vince, Coach Lombardi, where he notes that, well, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. And Dad notes that it might be that Lombardi actually took that from a different coach, you know, college coach back in the day. Somebody for sure said it before uh, Someone Lombardi, actually but, called yeah. into the office and, and like... <laughs> tried to tell us what the actual quote is. I don't even know if it matters what the quote actually is. We no. all just choose to remember that Lombardi said something like winning isn't everything. It's right. the only thing. And as Dad points out, and I think as we discuss every week, coming in second place is as good as coming in... Last place. Well, I was going to say like 10th or 11th or 12th yeah. place when it comes to buying a house yeah. because to, there is only uh, one. To quote Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. What a wide spectrum of quotes <laughs> we have this morning. But it's that true. should have been in the radio ad. Well, and I think as we discuss every week, it's all about it's all about who is the coach, the loan consultant mortgage coach who's teaming up with a buyer and their real estate agent yeah. to put together a game plan appropriate in a football metaphor. Right. A game plan to help you win. Yeah. Because I, I had a client this past week, you know, they we have a pre approval set up for them. Uh, but you know, kind of minimum down payment, you know, yeah. not exact. It, it is a game plan. Is mm -hmm. it the winning game plan? Not necessarily, but it's all about how can we try to help our clients put together the best game plan for them. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just like in football or any sport for that matter, you know, even if you have the best game plan, it's not a guarantee that you're going to win. Giannis is the best player in the league, uh, you know, and they got knocked out of the first round of the playoffs, right? Ouch. And, and ironically, I'm still in pain. ironically, they fired the coach after that. So, you know, I think 
for Akinet, and you know, everyone, every customer's story is different as well. Yes. But the best we can do is get the best game plan in place for you as an individual. And pivot point, part of what that means in having the best coach is understanding the lay of the land. And so as Dad likes to do, and we continue this tradition, segment one of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is headline busting. Because this past week, the National Association of Realtors put out some data about April home sales and home values. And almost like clockwork, the media... Well, at least one one headline. Home prices posted largest annual drop in more than 11 that's, years. That's a good headline. That's a that's it, an attention grabber. 11 years. Well, I mean, I mean, you read that it's just well, honey, how can we you just, how can you not click on we that? We should headline. just throw the keys back into the house and, you know, it's going <laughs> to be what it's going to be. Yeah. But when you dive into the data, 11 years. Yes, this is the largest uh drop since January of 2012, but that's because home Prices fell by 1.7% in <laughs> April this year yeah. compared to April of last year. 1.7%. So, yes, biggest drop in 11 years, yeah. which is factually true, but uh, but is objectively irrelevant, basically. Thank and, you, yes. And also, I want to point out that this data is national data, countrywide. Well, exactly. It's not a representative of the five-county metro Milwaukee area, which is really what our listeners care about the most, right? So it's right. like, you can't take this article on face value and assume that your house in Wauwatosa is worth less than it was last year, because most likely it is not. It is worth as much or more this year than it was last year. Exactly. And I think to Dad's point on, you know, his Lombardi radio spot having that information you know if as we said last week if you're just like a plumber you know living your life and you read this headline yeah. you would you might take that headline at face value but if you right. call up the winning coaches at acunet mortgage we're going to say we'll give it to you well straight. that yeah. headline doesn't matter yeah. a and in working then with your real estate agent Okay, well, where specifically are you looking? Oh, you're looking in Shorewood between 400 and 550. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, here's that submarket, and that data is going to be a different story, which will inform your different game plan, right? Than whatever the headlines might be. All right, so that's this Sunday's headline busting pinata. Uh, when we come back, I want to get into a buyer beware condo story. Uh, for a client of ours in the Chicago area, and some rules of the road that I think all prospective condo buyers should keep in mind. Right after this break, you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David. That's Tim. Good morning. So... My next uh, story is a little buyer beware, and particularly when it comes to condos. And I remind condo buyers a lot that getting the mortgage approved is 50% about them as the buyer, mm -hmm. and the other half being like the condo yeah. itself, yeah. which is actually also true. On it's true on single, on single family family. It's, it's true on any structure really, but it's just it comes up as an issue way more often with condos, and we're about to tell you why. Right, and so 
the scrutiny of condos has gone up ever since that terrible Surfside condo yeah. collapse in Florida. Well, and we had our own version of it in Waukesha as oh, yeah, well. Oh, that's right. Not to... Uh, and that structure remained standing, yeah. but they condemned it, basically. Right. right. They said, y'all got to get out. This isn't... Yeah, it's not safe. So the mortgage lending world, you know, has taken on, you know, hey, how is the health, safety, and soundness of this large condo building, yeah. right? So for this client who buying in downtown Chicago... This structure is from, like, I think the 1950s, the 1960s. All right. And, you know, think of it like an old car, like old condo building needs needs some love, needs updating. There are things that you can't just ignore. For sure. And so <laughs> this buyer is putting 20% down. Okay. What's the purchase price? Do you recall? Mm, 300 or so. Okay. All right. And so when you are putting that much down payment down, you can choose to have what's called a limited review of the yeah. condo itself. Which, just for all the realtors listening, if it's a primary residence condo, the magic number to avoid a full review on financing is at least 10% down. So this guy's obviously hitting that mark at 20% down. And, But just because you're doing a lighter touch doesn't mean that other things aren't true. For sure. You know, just because you didn't ask the question, hey, how's the health of the condo association and the structure? Just because you don't ask the question doesn't mean that there aren't things worth knowing right. about the health of the associate, you know, how the association is managing the money and how they're managing the maintenance of the building. So the, the quick version of this is we became, underwriting became aware of an engineer's report dated September of last year. So fairly recent. For this specific condo structure, the two words that I remember from the report are mortar joints and spalled brick face. I had to look up the word spalled. It's basically like the brick, you know, is like moving like back and forth kind of. Oh, well, that's not good. Well, exactly. And and so I unfortunately had to pick up the phone and talk to this home buyer. Bob, it's not his real name. And I said, Bob, look, this is not about you. Nope. We've got, we basically have you approved. You as a borrower of money are approved. But the other side of that coin that also needs to get approved is the property that we are lending upon. Right. And so we were, having gotten this information, we were kind of dead on arrival. Mm. But our... The, the tact that we take is always to, it's not like I just called them up and said, sorry, I can't do it, click. <laughs> because I it was a referral from a financial advisor that we've sure. worked with many times, and the relationship for us matters. Well, and, and this is big news, and I, you know, I think we're not heartless people at all. I mean, we I truly care about my customers in yeah. the sense that I, I, I want them to have a great experience, and to deliver that kind of news is, uh, you know, can be devastating to somebody. I, you know, trying to Buy a, a property of any kind can be stressful, as we've talked about many times. And then on top of that, then when you get told, ah, sorry, you, I know you really like this place and you, you thought you wanted to buy it, uh, we can't help you. Because here's the thing, or among the many things we tried to run down, hey, is, is the association going to address or fix these problems from an engineer's report? I, I, so far, the answer is yes. But oh, there's a big difference good. between... We will fix these things, and we 
have completed <laughs> fixing these things. Yeah. And we are in, I, I think they said, yeah, we're going to address these things like later this summer. It's like, well, that's great. But f- right now, I can't lend you money on a, for a mortgage on something yeah. with such deferred maintenance. And it's great that they're going to tackle yeah. it, but it's not tackled but like, yet. Lenders always think in worst case scenarios. And the worst can- case scenario is we lend uh, this mortgage and then a month from now, before the repairs are fixed, you know, a wall caves in or the foundation or they just, crumbles. Or they just or, decide to not do it. Right, exactly. Yeah, or they realize, oh, we don't really have the money for this after we got some quotes on what it would cost, and ah, we're just going to not do this. Well, one version would be, what if they haven't raised enough money from all the owners, and they actually do need to wait a year so that they can raise yeah. the money yeah, over the next special assessment, increase HOA dues. And, and I think when we come back, because the second half of the story, I think, bears I have a little more about, meat on the bone on this one. Yeah, yeah. is that you know the way you can uh, discuss the ramifications to a customer to let them know the repercussions of still buying this place, I think, can be very helpful. So All right, talk about that. More, more on that when we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. All right, so we're in the middle of this condo story, and and unfortunately, it's not gonna, it's probably not gonna work out. But as I was alluding to earlier in the, you know, kind of setting the stage for this, we always try to be if we weren't in the mortgage business. I always say we try to be the people we would still want to call if we didn't work in the mortgage business. Absolutely, yeah. and, and part of that is continuing to give advice, even though I basically picked up the phone and said, Bob, I can't do this for you. Yeah. To which one of the human reactions was, well, how come other people have been able to buy, you know, there's like 200 units in this place. Which is a valid question, by the way. I mean, it's, you know. And, and I said, I was like, I mean, it's great that other people can. I don't know the circumstances of. A, did they borrow any money to do right. this? Were they cash buyers? Right. H- or how much down payment? Are it, they getting loans not through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? Right. I mean, there's, you know. And, and just just because they didn't ask the questions about, you know, that we learned about the, you know, kind of the structural quality of this building doesn't mean it's not happening. It just means they didn't ask. Right. It, it doesn't mean that the issue isn't there. It just simply means that those other lenders did not know about it and therefore lent money. Mortgage money, which I don't, I don't know if that really scratched his itch, you know, on yeah. how come other people can't. Our conversation, though, then turned to, you know, he's he had trepidation, like, you know, David from Acunet just called with this information that I was not aware of. Right? Do I still want to actually buy this condo? Uh, or if I could get the mortgage, do I still want to buy this right. place? With silver lining, he has an out now uh, in the form of a mortgage denial. He can legally break contract and walk away yeah. if he decides not to. So, I mean, if you know, if we're trying to uh, put rose-colored glasses on it, that's which w- I one did, good thing. Which I did detail for him. One of the things he brought up, though, the calculus in his mind of, do I want to buy this place? He's putting a lot down. He's putting 20% down. And... He is does not really have the appetite for future expenses related to this new condo he's buying and the structural issue that that right. goes along with it. And and so we kind of well we detail we we did a first draft and basically it was like if there is going to be a special assessment of five thousand dollars within the next year, I do not want to buy this place sure i was trying to 
Dad always likes to say it's about quantifying what it is. Because yeah. for him, it was like, oh, I don't know if I want to buy this place. And, and I get that. And so we just tried to yeah, just, make it concrete. Yeah, bring it into focus a little bit. And honestly, my, you know, when we set the bogey, I guess we'll call it, my next sentences were, you need to get a hold of the meeting minutes right. from the association board to see what is being discussed. Because in order, you know, just work backwards. From from the $5,000 special assessment bill dropping into your mailbox, the association needs to have had the conversation about you know, the work that needs to be done, how much it will cost, quoting it out, and yeah. and how will they raise the money in order to pull all this pay, money to pay for the expenses of, of the repair. Right. Yeah. And, and so he needs to, he needs to go to the source of, Hey, you need to pull the April, March and February. I mean, go back as far as you want well, go back and read what they are saying yeah. to each other in the board meetings. Right. They've had this, uh, you know, engineers report since September. So they've definitely been talking about it, which to, a, to our earlier point, if you're buying a condo, let me just say this. If anybody in the Wickert family was buying a condo, <laughs> this is exactly what we would be doing, which is I would want to know the details. Ignorance is not bliss right? when it comes to these expenses because you're basically joining a family. Yeah. Well, the way I describe it to my customers is when you're buying a condo, you're buying into a community. Yes. So it's not just all about what you do with your unit. It's about all the other units in this community. Well, and, and can you all get and, along? Yeah, and the roof and the utilities for the you know overall structure that the houses these the... individuals. Yeah, the common areas, the pool, right? The amenities. I mean, there's so much more to think about and deal with uh, within a, an HOA, a homeowners association, and it can all affect you even if you don't want it to. And that's just different than buying a single-family home or a duplex, for that matter, where you own the dirt, you own the building, and anything that goes on within that area is kind of just your business and your business alone. Right. If you don't want to put the roof on this year on your single family that, home, you can do it next you. year. Yeah. If a if a bird flies through the hole in your roof, uh, then that's for you to deal <laughs> with. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I guess that was the silver lining. It. My goal was to empower him to find. I don't know if it's the data, but fi find the. I guess go if you think there's smoke, let's go see where well, the fire is. The fire will be in those media yeah, minutes. Finding the information to help him make the most informed choice that he can. And you know how how did you leave things with him in that conversation? What was the overall mood by the time you were done reviewing all that? Uh, he he thanked me. Yeah, there you go. So it's like turning difficult news and and you know a bad situation into at least making him feel as comfortable as possible. I mean, and kudos to him. He you know, had the self-awareness to, you know, be mindful of, you know, this data or this information that I gave him. Uh, so, yeah, perfect. If not this one, then on to the next one for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back uh, from this news break, Tim, you've got a story about designer mortgage yep. chapter two. And then I want to keep pounding on two week closing at Acunet. Now it's time to turn it over to the 24 hour newsroom and Wyatt Barmore Pooley. Over to you, Wyatt. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. 
Welcome back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I am Tim Holtman, Senior Loan Consultant, and as Brian Wicker likes to call me, the uh, father of his grandchildren. Joined uh, with me is David Wickert, Senior Loan Consultant himself and minority owner of Acunet Mortgage. Uh, David, I wanted to uh, continue talking about uh, a theme we came up with last week. We're calling it Designer Mortgage. Mm-hmm. And we're just uh, kind of swapping stories about how, you know, through our collective experience and, and Brian's and some of the other senior folks we have, we can get pretty creative with mortgage options to present to our customers and maybe uh, ideas that they didn't think of or even other mortgage folks haven't thought of. Well, it's that the client hands us their bag of everything and <laughs> yeah. we open up the bag and we say, what do we got here? Yeah, exactly. You're so like a chef handed some ingredients oh, yeah. and you're like, I will make dinner for I've, this. I've definitely seen those TikTok shorts. Oh, of, you know, what's TikTok? Uh, stop. <laughs> so I, uh, I connected with a customer this past week to just start a pre-approval. So nothing imminent, but they do have a property in mind that they know the owners personally. So it'll be an off market oh. for sale by owner purchase. And they're, you know, had some verbal agreements. They're probably a couple of weeks from getting the contract drafted up. They so spit in their hand. They yeah, shook they hands. shook. You know, so it's 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 more than nothing, but it's not it's not ink on paper serious oh. yet. But he's talked to a couple different mortgage folks already, and is uh, a radio listener. So he, he called in, and, and I got connected with him. And his particular situation is that he's um, lucky enough, like like many of us before him, where he's getting a gift from his folks for the down payment. Nice. And uh, due to his income. The amount that he wants to borrow on this purchase, he may not quite qualify for that amount of mortgage on his own. And in because of mortgage life or real life? In real life, can he swing it? Both, actually. Mortgage oh. life and real life. The, the fancy word that I try to avoid in conversations with real life people is the, the debt-to-income ratio, mm-hmm. right? I think you call it the affordability calculation. Dad likes to call it financial blood pressure. I like that one, too. So it's, you know, basically in, in plain English, what that is for our listeners is... Your uh, monthly mortgage payments, including taxes and insurance, plus all your other monthly debt obligations, cannot generally exceed 50% of your gross monthly income. And that's the absolute max. In some cases, it even has to be less than that. But this gentleman had good credit score. The down payment was going to be substantial because it was from the gift. So we just talked about two of the three legs of the mortgage approval stool, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Uh, so the, the sticking point was that financial blood pressure, that uh, monthly debt payments in related to his income, right? So basically a budget calculation. Yeah, and, and he knew all this stuff from talking to the other mortgage folks. And what he presented uh, to me with right out of the gate is, oh, but don't worry, I have a co-signer lined up who is, you know, they make plenty of money in relation to their own debts and they can get me over the hump of this financial blood pressure. I said, Hey, that's awesome. Let me just gather your info first. I'll do my own analysis and then I'll certainly gather the info of the co-signers as well down the road. So I don't have the info of the co-signers yet, but, and we can talk about an update on this next Sunday after I reconnect with him because I, in the uh, analysis that I did, I actually came up with an idea on how he could possibly uh, qualify for this amount of mortgage or just qualify to buy the house in general on his own without needing a co-signer twist yeah not not a major plot twist this isn't well but still and my Shyamalan mortgage but it's it's a little twist <laughs> so well but because you're saying shop number one swing and a miss mortgage shop number two swing and a miss yeah, well they both presented the same ideas and you know I think aside from getting a competitive rate and low closing costs the other thing that matters most to people is how good is this experience? And frankly, like how good of a mortgage lender are you? Right. Oh yeah. How can you design this to get it done? Yeah. So my idea, uh, I don't even frankly think this isn't rocket science, but I looked at his debts and he had a 
pretty substantial car loan uh, that was taken out, I think, literally like three months ago. And okay. it has a, a pretty high monthly payment. And the way the math shakes out is that if we took the payoff of that car loan, let's call it $40,000. Okay. If we decreased his down payment on the mortgage by forty k, and instead paid off that car loan at closing, his reality is he doesn't have to bring any more money to closing. But by shifting that borrowed money, now choosing to borrow it on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage and eliminating that car loan payment, it actually frees up a lot of that financial blood pressure, if you will. Well, yeah, because that payment goes away. Or the car payment. The car payment goes goes away, away. and it, it does not equal a higher mortgage payment by $700 or, you know, whatever the car payment was. Not even close, right? So overall, that means that his monthly debt payments went down, which lowered the financial blood pressure in relation to his income to the point where, and I'm working to verify his income directly with his employer at the moment. So I'll give you a final update next week on this, but I believe we can get this done if he wants, just in his name. And then ultimately, it's about presenting him with that option. Right, he just, could say no. Yeah, he could say no, I'd rather not do that and and my, you know, my co-signer is more than happy. I'm comfortable with the co-signer. Let's just go that route. And and that's fine too, but it's about at least giving options to my customer. Well, he he brought you, "Hey, I'm getting this gift." And you analyzed it and said, "Is using all of that gift toward down payment is that the best use of this money?" And you kind of split it up a little bit. You're basically saying, "Let's use most of that gift for down payment." But let's also use this schnibble of the gift to eliminate this monthly payment because yeah, exactly. it fit in the box. Right, exactly. And the the reality is, it's not. It doesn't require any more money needed at closing, no. which I think is the important oh, thing I mean, that I wanted. It's, to it's a puzzle, and you did the puzzle better. Right, exactly. So uh, when we come back, I think you have a story about a fast two week closing. Yeah. All right. Excellent. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. Tim, another theme. We have many themes on our show and the show overall. One of my recent ones has been reminding both agents and our clients that I think not that they're stuck, but that like 30 days is kind of like this, you know, it's old school thing. Yeah. And which it's nice to have 30 days. Uh, obviously, I but- do say that. I was like, if you can give me more time, I will take more time. Yeah. So, you know how I say it? Whatever helps the seller say yes. Exactly. Right. That's that- that's ultimately like we will make it happen, especially if this is a determining factor in you getting an, an accepted offer. We will make it happen. Well, right. So whether it's two weeks or if it's two months, our answer is going to be like, sounds good. Let's do it. So I, in the middle of last week, after hours, you know, I have an agent message me, hey, we're about to submit an offer. You know, what's the fastest you can close? And my favorite answer, two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I'm not making this up because... I've, we've done two-week closing. You, yeah. you outdid me. You did a nine-day closing. Uh, literally the shortest amount of time you legally can have. To, Regulatory to, yeah. shortest. Yeah. Uh, we had that guy on when me and Brian were doing the radio show together Florida a couple guy. months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, I'm not Tim, but I had two weeks. <laughs> That's pretty darn good, though. Well, and, and some of this, too, I then, as I do for all of my clients, I say, hey, do you think it would be helpful if I reached out to the listing agent? To emphasize, like, hey, I know they put two weeks in the offer. We can do it. It's real. Right. I've done it. We're not going to say yes and then ask for an extension like a week in, be like, ah, we can't make it happen. Right. So, dear agents listening, 
You want a two-week closing at Acunet Mortgage? We can do it. Yeah. I would like to describe then how that can be a less stressful two weeks. Exactly. Because so these clients, guess what? They were rock solid pre-approved. What does that mean, David? That means I've already. So if we spoke on Wednesday, well, the previous week I had already documented their down payment. I had already documented their income. Oh, interesting. So you're saying the documents that we would need to send into underwriting for a formal mortgage approval once a buyer's under contract, you're saying we already had those documents? I literally, when, so I did a go-to meeting where I shared my screen on Thursday with them. Okay. We pick a mortgage game plan, which we should talk about because that's a good story too. Okay. They asked me the question, what do you need from us? And my answer was easy, nothing. Oh, that's the best. Because we already had it. And yeah. so I just think that that takes the, it dials down the stress well, yeah, of, then, two week, of a two-week closing. Literally all we need to do to submit a loan for formal mortgage approval then is to e-sign the initial loan disclosures. Which they did an hour later. Yeah, it's easy. You get an email, you click your name a bunch of times, and then it's done. And away you go. And then we package that with the documents you already gathered. And right now, like our underwriters are reviewing things in two business days. Exactly. You know, it's like we can get an initial loan approval very quickly. And the appraisal is scheduled for Monday. Nice. So, like, literally, it was Thursday accepted offer. Friday, Thursday accepted offer. We picked a mortgage game plan. Friday, we had e signed. We already had all their documentation. Mm -hmm. We submitted underwriting. Monday, the appraisal is going to happen. Probably going to have that back middle of the week. Yep. I was kind of. We'll know more next week. Yeah. But there was part of me, it was just like two week closing. We're going to be sitting around for three or four days. <laughs> They're just going to have to pick their homeowner's insurance. That's going to be the last thing on the, the to-do list. But I think that's the, sometimes when I'm talking to buyers, the rock solid pre-approval is two sides of one coin. I like to say, okay. One side is the strategic side that my offer is stronger. You know, dear seller, Acunet's not kidding. I can buy this house. We've done the documentation. Right. I am stronger than another buyer who has not done yeah. the and, homework. And, and if they're not, uh, we would pay money to the sellers for our mistake. Well, exactly. It's not like we're just promising on hopes and dreams. Like We have a money guarantee behind our pre -approval. Well, so it's that strategic side, which, I mean, in this market, really matters. Yeah, absolutely. But the other side of that same coin is... What do I want to call this? The life side? Because, you know, these people have basically fell in love and are getting married to this house in two weeks. Right. That sounds that that sounds fast. That's because it is. It is. Yeah. But, but that's okay. It is okay because they did, they basically did the homework before they went and fell in love. I mean, <laughs> I suppose if you weren't organized... We didn't have documentation. I could still get you done in two weeks. It would just be more stressful. You would have yeah. more gray no, hair at the end of it. Nothing like a good deadline to really, you know, get, Sharpen. get, get people to do things. But it's like, why, why add that stress? You already have the stress of coordinating movers and packing your current place. And, you know, maybe if you have a property to sell, you're dealing with all that stuff. Like, there's other stresses that we can't control, but this is a stress that we can. <laughs> I like, yeah, I had a client uh, the last week or two. I, I said to him, I was like, if I'm doing my job right, the mortgage should be very boring. And he's yeah. like, I really appreciate that because uh, I have so many other things to do right. regarding exactly. moving and buying this house. 
I, I would be great if the mortgage be, was very boring. It'd be great if we... Uh, boring mortgage. That's a great company. <laughs> <laughs> so with these folks, I want to get into you know, how they decided the mortgage game plan a little bit uh, after this next break. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, welcome back to the last segment of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. Tim, talking about two-week closing before, well, hey, we got to pick a mortgage game plan like Mm -hmm. 10 minutes ago. Which I got to say, that's like one of my favorite parts of the job, by the way, is when I have a customer who has an accepted offer and we get to do that awesome consultative exercise of sharing our screens and looking at all different types of scenarios and ultimately arriving at what makes them the most comfortable balancing, hey, what's my monthly payment? And balancing that with how much money am I bringing to close? Like that's my favorite part of the job. Oh, yeah. Well, and so I had that. I had exactly that. I had three options on the screen. Mm-hmm. Column one. You want pay point? You want that low rate? The trophy rate. I as got we that call for it. you. Yeah. Pay points. Suppress the rate for the life of the loan. Great. Column three. No points. Yeah. Kind of an ugly rate, but no mm-hmm. no points and no origination fees because Acunet never charges those. Giddy up. And then middle column, kind of you know, not the, too hot, not too cold. The in between. And so the client. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase because he said it in a more terse way <laughs> but he was like what do i get for paying points like why like what is that Be- i like to say i can cook your steak basically however you want ultimately you have to eat it but i will tell you what it tastes like mm-hmm. and what he was observing was what do i get for my money right points are a way to basically artificially lower yeah, it's, the interest rate for the life of the it, loan. It's literally prepaid interest. So what you're doing is you're agreeing to pay a lump sum amount of money at closing as a one-time expense in order to hopefully recoup that bit by bit, month by month, due to a lower interest rate and therefore a lower monthly payment. That's and what he was what observing is. was, it's going to take me like five years. You know, you gave me this no point option and this one with higher cost because you're paying points. Right. He just wasn't willing which is fine. To I, hang around yeah. hoping that he recoups it in yeah. five years. Interpreting that math is literally half the battle. Because, you know, a lot of times you just get blinded by that low rate and you're like, oh, that rate looks so good. You know, <laughs> it looks so much better than my friend's rate or whatever. Can I? T- so I sometimes describe this as if it's David, I'm leaning toward the lower no point option. But that makes for a bad story. <laughs> like when you go see your brother-in-law on the yeah, weekend what, and you're like, yeah. What rate did you get? That's yeah. like literally the only question that is asked when it comes to mortgages. Like, oh, what what rate did you get not, from those guys at Acura? Not at our family things. It's like, what rate and what cost? No, but anyone else. But it makes for a bad story family, because yeah. it's like, yeah, I got this higher rate but lower cost. Your family looks like, at you ugh. like you've got three heads. Yeah, boring. But for them, you know, I don't know when. Do we expect that rates in the next one, two, three years might come down? Yeah. And it's not just us. Most people are predicting right. that. Yeah. If I knew exactly when, I'd already be a billionaire. Right. Uh, but for them, it just wasn't worth investing to get the lower rate if the world arrives at that lower rate. Before five years is up, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Funny enough, I had a different client this past week who did... Just like a full swing. He started with, his <laughs> his words to me were, 
what's the maximum amount of points you can charge me to get the lowest rate? Yeah, we can show you that. It was like it was like ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and I was like, I will cook your steak this way. Right, and then he swung fully the other way to a no point higher rate option, basically on the same premise of I don't. For him, he just wasn't willing to wait around to recoup yeah. to get the lower rate. And I'm sure you've said a, a version of this to your customers, but the way I describe it is there's no really wrong choice here. I mean, we can show you how the math shakes out, but ultimately the, oh, yeah. the best choice is whatever helps you sleep best at night in your new home. And I think I stole that line from you probably, but it's like, it's true. Akinet Which means a, I probably stole it from dad. Yeah. <laughs> Akinet as a company doesn't make any more or less money on whatever rate and point combination you choose to obtain. Yeah. So it's ultimately what makes you the most comfortable, what gives you that warm and fuzzy feeling. Yeah. That's truly the right answer. And then and then if a different option makes you feel warm and fuzzy two weeks from now, we can very easily pivot before closing. It, the, you know, We lock in all options for our mm-hmm. customers. We pick a starting game plan to work on loan approval, but then... You're allowed to change and make adjustments along the way towards closing. If you would like this Lombardi level of mortgage advice, not just to get your offer accepted, but make your mortgage as smart as it can be, all you got to do to get started is click on the blue button at accunet.com. That's all the time we have this morning. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands.